Welcome to Curating Sobriety, where alcohol-free living meets life well-lived. I'm your host, Andrea Bell. Welcome back to Curating Sobriety. I'm so glad you're here this week. I just wanted to talk a little bit about the change of season. The days are getting shorter and along the skyline here, a road that I ride on a lot, every year at this time, you see the naked lady flowers start blooming. There are these pink sort of graceful flowers. It's every late August and it's the signal that summer is just about to end and we're going into fall. And so when I was driving down Skyline and saw those flowers again, I just had a little bit of sadness. I love the summer. It's my favorite season. So at this time of year, I like to try to take on something challenging and fun. And this year I am taking on the Lululemon 10K tour. It's going to be in Scottsdale in mid-November. And I'm really excited about the process of training for this race. And also, of course, looking forward to a trip to the desert in mid-November. Just as an aside, when I'm there, I'm also going to visit the Taliesin West home. It's the winter home of the architect Frank Lloyd Wright. And it's absolutely beautiful. It's really inspiring. I love the vibe. I digress. The bottom line here is I'm lacing up my hokas and taking it to the streets. And if you want to follow along, or better yet, join me, you can find me on the socials at Andrea Bell Coaching. So I was thinking recently, because of the running, about the phenomena of sober running. All of the people who want to start or come back to running after they quit drinking. And they go on to run endurance events of all lengths and transform their lives. And it's super, super inspiring to me. This is my story too. When I quit drinking 11 years ago, I ran three marathons and over 30 half marathon races. You can put me on a stand and I will testify that Running was absolutely my joy and integral on my path to long-term sobriety too. So I've been thinking recently, like, why is that? So I wanted to take a list of 10 ways to stay successful in long-term sobriety and talk a little bit about how running can help you, me, everybody (laughs) implement those strategies. So here we go. The number one way to stay successful in long-term sobriety is develop a structured schedule and patterns. This makes so much sense to me. When you have a structured schedule and patterns, you have your basics covered. You have a certain level of certainty. And those things are really, really valuable when you're in recovery. And Running syncs up perfectly with this because if we have a goal in mind or just, you know, want to have a regular routine, we're running a certain number of days a week. We may even know what those days are and the distances that we're going to run and the type of workout it's going to be. We know we have to 
put out our running gear the night before a morning run. You know, we set our coffee machine. We do all of those things. And it creates sort of a rhythm and pattern in your life that is sort of reassuring. And frankly, just making plans like that, having routines and following through develops self-trust, which is something that I think most of us could use more of. So the number two way to stay successful in long-term sobriety is to surround yourself with healthy relationships. Yes, absolutely. Running can help that, of course, because you can run with friends, enjoying a healthy habit together. You can join running groups, clubs, finding group runs. And I just wanted to say a little bit about surrounding yourself with healthy relationships. I think that that is super important, but I did want to make the point of we don't want to rely on other people for our happiness. However, that is totally our responsibility. If we are experiencing relationships that are unhealthy, it's really up to us to make decisions about how we want to deal with that and not allow ourselves to feel like we're the victim or that this relationship is happening to us, right? That's just a side note. Moving on to the number three way to stay successful in long-term sobriety is continuing to attend meetings, getting coaching, participating in online groups. Yes, 100%. I think that it's really important to continue with those things that have supported you and nurtured you through early sobriety. They obviously work for you. That said, you know, we want to grow. So that will evolve over time, the level of support that you need. But you do continue to need support as you move along the pathway. I want to encourage that completely. You can find that kind of support too as a runner. You can actually find Facebook groups, for instance, online that are all runners in recovery or sober running. And that's kind of fun because you can support each other in those running goals and support each other in that pathway to long-term sobriety. The number four way to stay successful in long-term sobriety is knowing your triggers and warning signs. And this is very individual. Places, people, and even certain times of day can be a trigger, like 5 p.m. when you get off work. So it's really important to develop, and you probably already have, a level of self-awareness. Like, what are my triggers? What are my warning signs? One way to really develop that self-awareness is to do journaling, self-coaching practice. And, you know, one thing, too, is that at some point you've developed certain coping skills, how to deal with stress and other situations without turning to alcohol. Dealing with urges is something that may continue to come up for you, even in long-term sobriety. So just be aware that that's normal and not to feel that something has gone wrong. Just be prepared, have a plan. So the number five way to stay successful in long-term sobriety is to practice healthy living. Well, of course, running can help with that. 
When you run regularly, it releases natural endorphins, which help relieve stress, boost your mood, and minimize cravings. Great. And finding activities that bring you joy. So maybe it's not running for you. It's yoga. It's hiking. It's doing art can help prevent boredom and keep you motivated and on track. And this is super important. Once we've got some time in as sober people, that sort of complacency can be an obstacle for us. So finding activities that bring us joy can really help temper that. And in addition to that, lifelong learning is something that I'm a big advocate of, and that really can help us prevent boredom and keep us motivated as well. So the number six way to stay successful in long-term sobriety is to move beyond the past. Being future-focused is going to serve you. It's going to help you make your dreams come true. And just to pause for a moment to say, Where you are right now is something that you dreamed of before you stopped drinking. Consider that no matter what's going on in your life right now, you've gotten sober and that is a major achievement. So just wanted to acknowledge that and say that also running can really help us with this because we're planning for instance, you know, in my case, I'm planning for a race that's happening in mid-November. That's a couple of months away. The finish line is in sight and I'm excited about the process of getting there. I know that there's going to be obstacles along the way that I'm going to have to solve. I know that there are going to be times where I don't feel like running, but I'm going to do it anyway. And that's going to help me make it to that race, but also develop a lot of confidence in myself and my ability to get things done in the process. That is extraordinarily valuable on the path to long-term sobriety and supporting you. The number seven way to stay successful in long-term sobriety is don't forget self-care and mental health. This kind of falls into the category of practicing healthy living, but I think looks at elements that other than exercise and diet and sleep and water and all of those things. This is about nurturing your soul and seeking out support and having fun. (laughs) Whatever it is for you that's self-care, whatever it is for you that supports your mental health. I know for me with running, that time that's spent out there gives me time to reflect on my life and to think about my goals. You know, and interestingly too, it's meditative. And someone recently pointed me to an article that described the things that running has in common with a type of psychotherapy called EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization. I can't say it. Desensitization there. I said it. And so in layman's terms, the engagement of bilateral movement, right to left, engages different parts of your brain and apparently makes you better able to process emotions. 
So that's pretty cool. EMDR, we'll call it by the acronym because I can say that clearly. Check it out. The number eight way to stay successful in long-term sobriety is to celebrate milestones. And I am a great believer in that. It could be your sobriety milestones. It can be daily, monthly, yearly, whatever you're into. But also too, you know, we want to celebrate the small wins every day. And when you take an action, even if it's a small one, to not take for granted the fact that you did that. So when I go out there and I'm doing a three-mile run, because that's where I'm at right now, I can pat myself on the back and congratulate myself that I got that done. And it reinforces that healthy habit, which is exactly what I want to be doing. And the number nine way of staying successful in long-term sobriety is to give back to others. 100% true. I think that giving back to others can take lots and lots of forms. For some people, they give through philanthropy. And when I say philanthropy, I mean giving not just your money, but your time. And one of the ways that you can give back perhaps through running, is to join a charity race. So you can fundraise, for instance, to uh, go out to that run. You can represent uh, wearing the logo of that organization. You can share that message with people along the way as you're promoting your participation in this race. Giving back to others also is about supporting other runners and supporting other people in your life. And there are many, many ways to do that. And I just want to encourage you to notice all the people around you and how we are all connected because it's all about connection. Connection is the antidote to addiction. Actually, I got that statement from Johan Hari, who has an amazing TED talk called Addiction, It's Not What You Think. I'm going to wrap things up and say long-term sobriety is an ongoing process and who you become through this process will take you to the next level. Just want to emphasize it's through the process. It's not the goal. It's what we do and who we become while we're getting there. So if this episode has inspired you to take the leap and commit to running a marathon, for instance, on your path to long-term sobriety, I can help you cross the finish line and check this possible, impossible goal off your sobriety bucket list. So let's go. Contact me using the links in the show notes. And I hope you have an amazing week. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast and are curious what it would be like to have tailored one-to-one help with your alcohol-free life, we should have a conversation. Head to the show notes and click the link to sign up for your free 30-minute consultation. I'd love to join you on your journey. Talk to you soon.